Online dating is hard. The basic questions like, where are you from? What do you do for a living? And do you have any kids? Just don't tell you much about a person. Every time I think I have an idea about the stranger I'm getting ready to go meet, I end up realizing that he's actually nothing like I thought. That's exactly why I keep telling you to check out OkCupid. Ash, I just don't think online dating is for me. You have to try one more time. And this time, give the OkCupid app a try. Here's how it works. The OkCupid app learns what's important to you by asking you questions. Then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about. But hey, Ash, if you won't listen to me, I bet our listeners will. So people, the people, our people. Give up those old dating apps and find your person now. Download OkCupid today. Ask Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. Birthday sex. That's stupid. I can change that uh, for you. This is the one. This is the best birthday song. Which I only got from the Insta story. Birthday. It's a celebration. Tonight we celebrate. Seems like time. All of our control. It's a celebration. Time's out of my control. Yeah. No one feels bad for you. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Who's gonna love you on your birthday? Oh, all I, all I wanted on my birthday was a sweet serenade by you. Oh, I don't know this song well enough. But if anything, it's the perfect song for your Insta story on your birthday. Hello. Well, Ash, there's actually really true. Drake got his abs sculpted just in time for your birthday. I die. Goodbye. Just kidding. Sorry, that wasn't nice. Happy birthday. Whew, thanks, sis. Yeah, you got your hair did. You're looking real fly yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm trying to. I see you. Trying I to pull you. it together. I spent all month stressing the f out. literally stressing the out about what 35 was gonna mean and here we are and i can just only pray that this shit is just like 30 that when i wake up tomorrow all of the pressure i felt before this day will just like go away well the good thing is is that 35 does feel like 30 does it someone who's been there before not that (laughs) long ago but before I can say that 35, although it feels like a monumental year, is in fact not. Well, that's 
literally exactly how I felt after turning 30. So yeah. I'm I'm receiving that yeah. and praying that it was only my own anxieties that I just cast upon myself on January 1. Because it's really not that deep. There yeah. is not really this. It's a checklist. It's like an art- artificial checklist that you make in your mind mm-hmm. that I felt like when it, after the day after I turned 30 that I was like, okay, cool. There's all this time to finish this checklist. Mm-hmm. And then 35 just is like a reminder that like, hey, remember that checklist you were working on? Mm -hmm. Have you made any progress in the last five years? Yeah. And so I started to look at that checklist again that I had kind of forgotten about. Yeah. At 30. So it stressed you out. So it stressed me out. But I'm praying tomorrow I'm going to feel exactly like you're saying. Like 35, what is that? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like 40. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what that looks like either. Piece it together, people. I am not 40, but I am not 35. In the magical years in between. And you will never know. Well, I did have a really good talk with Amber about it. And she did something that I kind of needed, right? Mm -hmm. And it was being able to look at her transformation. She said, bitch. At 35, I was negotiating 5% out of, of a royalty of a clothing company called CC Candy. And now I'm negotiating 5% of contract salaries. Yeah, period. A lot can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I started an entirely new career at 40 years old. Yeah. And part of me was like, yeah, but you had the luxury to do that. And you're already married and you already have kids and you already had money. You know what I mean? Like right. I started to try to make excuses of all the reasons why it was so much easier for her. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is that no, No. she started a new career at 40. Yeah. So I have some faith. It was a good, a good convo. That's good. Uh, Shout out to Amber Sabathia. Yeah. But yeah, I spent the week stressing out. Yeah. Well, I also spent the week stressing out. I had a terrible trip to the doctor (sighs) without being TMI. Basically, I had like a super long period. And so... Then my doctor was like, oh, well, let's just do an ultrasound to make sure it's not fibroids or it's not a cyst or whatever. So I go in to get the ultrasound and the ultrasound tech, I lay down. She inserts her tool inside of me. Dead, not tool. (laughs) It's literally a tool. They put a condom on it, lube it up. I mean, it's not really a condom, right? It's like a condom. They put it. Have you ever had a vaginal ultrasound? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, it's with kids. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a vaginal ultrasound, rather than it being like outside, they stick it inside you, and it's like this long thing shaped similar to a penis, but much thinner. I mean, depending Depends. on who you're talking to. <laughs> so it's like a little like thing, and they like put this plastic and they lube it up, and then they. Stick it inside, Judge. Gently, at least? Yeah, gently. But it still is like, whoa, that's inside. It's cold and it feels some type of way. And then they move it around to like see inside. But basically, she inserts her tool in me. And then her first question to me is, do you know when your mom started menopause? I was like, why is that important right now? (laughs) That's literally, I said to her, I said, what do you mean? (laughs) It just came out of my mouth like very aggressively. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? And she kind of laughed because she saw I reacted very strongly to it. But who says that to someone? I'm not near menopausal age. So and why? I are didn't you know when I came me? to the doctor today that the type of information I need is my mom's yeah. menopause. Date. So I'm like, I'm sorry, but why are you asking me that? And she's like, well, you look perimenopausal. I said, what does that mean? What do you mean? What do you see? 
why are you saying this to me? And she's like, well, your lining is kind of thin. And I was like, okay, is that this like a sign that you're menopausal? She's like, yeah. Or are you on birth control? I'm like, yeah, bitch, I've been on birth control. So first of all, why did we jump to menopause when also the first question should have been, are you on birth control? Why are you scaring this very young woman into thinking she's she's premenopausal? Like, huh? Is this even her job? No, that's what I wanted to say. Just stick your thing in me and print out the pictures because that's all you're supposed to do. And she's supposed to give it to somebody else to ask the questions. (laughs) Who will ask the questions and who will make any diagnosis. So the point is, I immediately started panicking and feeling all types of way. She prints off my pictures. Wait, did you call your mom? I did. I text my mom right away. I'm like, mom, when did you start menopause? <laughs> like, what was happening? Did this happen in your 30s? Is this what's happening? Like, And she was like, well, I started kind of early, but 48, which I guess is a little bit earlier. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not 48. And they say it is very much genetic, like when your mom starts menopause typically is yeah it's a genetic thing so the point is then i get into my doctor and i was like do you see that i could be perimenopausal and she like laughed she's like no why and i was like because your ultrasound tech told me that i look perimenopausal and she was like she said that and i was like yeah she's like she may have been referencing your lining but you're on birth control so that would be why and I was like yeah you should tell her that because she's over here scaring people what did she say did she say she was going to tell her she was just like honestly perimenopausal isn't all a bad thing (laughs) she's like are you still trying to have kids and I was like well I don't know but I don't want my body to choose for me I want to be the one Yeah. yeah but she was like you know a lot of women look forward to menopause they a lot of women do look forward to it it's funny my mom it's not funny at all actually my mom kind of went into menopause unexpectedly yeah she had a brain surgery and in the brain surgery her pituitary glands is that what it Mm is were affected in the surgery yeah and so she actually went into the hospital on her period yeah and came out of the hospital Mm -hmm. and didn't notice for three months that she didn't obviously preoccupied with having to recover from a brain Brain surgery surgery. she didn't realize she wasn't getting her period three months later she's like oh shit i haven't had a period and her doctor was like oh yeah you're we did say that that could be something that happened yeah so she the choice was taken from her yeah and although i know she probably wasn't intending on having more kids it was probably the same fear that you had like oh no 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 let this be my choice let this be my choice not my body being like bitch you're done yeah like no one wants to hear that no so yeah so that's what happened to me so don't feel bad you turn 35 but i'm over here with people asking me am i going through menopause so well (laughs) i mean i wish I would have known that you were at the doctor because I was busy spending the week before I turned 35 trying to secure donors. Um, in, in fact, the event that I don't have babies ASAP. Well, you know what I will say mm-hmm. is that you are at an age where it's becoming a cutoff where then you're getting to a point where they won't let you freeze your eggs because then they're like old. I think it's like 36 or something. Yeah. So you, if you do want to do that, you have to do it. Well, What's interesting is, I don't know if I told you, but like two years ago, mm-hmm. I went to the fertility clinic. Oh, okay. And I did the first set of tests. Your first mm-hmm. set of tests are like testing your AMH levels. Mm-hmm. When I tested my AMH levels, mm-hmm. the number came back. My levels were between that of a 
18 and 24 year old. Oh, so you hadn't even hit your peak. So they told me to come back in four years. Oh, okay. So technically I'm, I'm supposedly supposed to have two more years. Oh, okay. Now I don't know if I should go see someone else like for a second opinion. Like I'm over imagine, here relying. Like, you missed your window. Imagine. I know that would be f- The fertility doctor that I went to did close. They had like three locations and they were going down to just one. And the New York City location was one of the ones they closed. Well, you know, maybe. They did say like, if you have eggs frozen here, they will be transferred to this doctor. If you're interested, reach out to this doctor. So it's not like they went out of business per se, but they are no longer the same people advising that advised me. Well, you know, it might be good. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there are men that reached out to me to see like what I was doing for my birthday, how I'm feeling about my birthday. Yeah. And I was like, look, I'm stressing the f- out. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. <laughs> and they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I'm turning 35. I'm not married. And I really want to have kids. Yeah. And so now I'm starting to think about the options of having kids when not with a partner. Mm-hmm. I always applaud a friend of mine, Dana, who was a choice mom mm. by meaning that she went found a donor, mm-hmm. had the baby completely on her own, made the decision to do it on her own. Now she has an incredible family and a tribe of friends that yeah. support her and help her yeah. through everything, you know? So it's not like she was As quote unquote alone. Right, agreed. Yeah. But then I started to think about like, I don't know, I know a lot of dope men mm-hmm. who are smart and good looking and have great genes Yeah, <laughs> that I think actually would not think that I'm a bad baby mom. Yeah. So-, so? You propositioned them. I did. And I got so many offers. So the first one started out with soulmate pay. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I have a baby with you for sure. I said, what? Oh, great. He was like, yeah, you're great. And he started listening off, listing off all these things about me. Yeah. And I was like, so why wouldn't you be with me? He was like, oh, because I'm retarded. Well, at least he knows. Yo, he said it yeah. out of his mouth. And he was like, so... You know, how do you how do you see it happening in your head? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I guess I never really thought about the details of it. So yeah. I, I said, so if I was going to bring this proposition to men, do you think I should propose that they just give me their sperm? Do you think I should propose that we sleep together until it happens? What's the best way as a single man with no kids above 35? What would make you want to do it? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I mean, I think that people have sex all the time without relationships. The other question I have is like, okay, so do you offer a man to like be in the kid's life or do you offer, hey, I just need a baby. You don't have to have anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I think it depends on the dynamic that you want. Yeah. And I was like, wait. And all of a sudden I realized in this donor conversation where all week I felt like, who's going to, how am I going to have kids? I was like, oh, wait, men are into this idea. Yeah. The right, yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely men that are also like, wow, yeah, I would like to have a baby with someone that I know will take good care of the baby and then (laughs) I can do my dadly duties when I. I was so blown away by the reception of this that I, not that I wanted to happen that way. Right. But all of a sudden it took a little bit of the pressure off to Mm -hmm. know that like, oh shit, there's definitely men out here that think I would make a phenomenal baby mother. Yeah. And as I look it around, feel better. it did. <laughs> as I looked around at friends of mine that are either going through divorces or have kids with men that they f-ing hate, I'm like, oh shit, I could actually end up with a decent situation with a guy who's like my best friend. Yeah. Who's got great genes. But here's my question. Yeah. Because, okay, that seems fine and well. Yeah. But let's say you enter into this and he's your best friend. 
But then what happens when maybe he enters a relationship and then maybe has more kids and like, then how are you going to feel? That is the exact question Soulmate Bay asked. Yeah. He said, okay, I like this idea. Mm-hmm. He said, but what happens if he decides to start a new family? Yeah. He didn't just say a relationship. Yeah. A family. family like has other kids with his wife. wife. Yeah. While y'all decided to do your little friendly shit. Yeah. I said that would be very difficult for me. Yeah. Which made me kind of realize that it's, it's an ideal situation for now, but yeah. it may not be an ideal situation because for later. Also, I mean, maybe just in thinking about this, potentially you may want to look for donors you have no interest in being with. So maybe someone like would be a bit like, or I'm just. No, saying, I know, I know, like, I know. That was the first one. Of course. Because like, he's actually your friend. And you don't have any interest Correct. in being with him. That could possibly be a better avenue. I would be like, that is not the bitch, the mom of our child. Like, you better pick a better girlfriend than that. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot to because think about. Because it was soulmate, babe. And then he's like, oh, yeah, over here. And then in three years, all of a sudden, he's ready for a relationship. And then with someone else. And you're like, but wait, I have your baby. You don't want to be with me. It would hurt more. I asked somebody else. Yeah. But the guy basically said, well, I'm not doing it unless I get to sleep with you. like you have the wrong mentality you're going into this wrong already (laughs) he sounds like he doesn't get it hello you don't get it at all so i don't know lots of like i said lots of stress this week but a little bit of relief knowing that you're you're a lot of men's dream baby mom that's great maybe not their dream wife maybe not their dream wife but at least you know that you have a solid head on your shoulders and men look at you as someone with good genetics yeah (laughs) i saw you recently post a uh, dear young queen meme and i was like wow ashley just exposed herself to the internet dead <gasps> and sometimes i think i'm getting away with it being generic ash i know but not when it's your friend reading it and knowing that this is actually something that you deal with and the, the meme said what's your biggest weakness me not me her <laughs> Tall men who need therapy. You know, I've posted other memes like this. Mm-hmm. I posted one that was, do I like him or is he just tall? Right. And I do feel like in general, women are always acting like tall, dark and handsome is yeah. the thing to go after. Right. Even short girls, which pisses me off. Yeah. Like save them for the girls who are tall. Hello. But you're not tall. I mean, 5'5 five, five and with heels. Oh, okay. I thought, didn't know you were 5'5. Five, five. Yeah. How tall do you think I am? I thought you were like 5'4". How tall are you? 5'6". Yeah. Below Mm 5'4", they should only be able to date between like 5'7 and 5'10". Yeah, there should be rules. You should only get a certain amount of inches above your height. Exactly. That you're allowed to max out It would actually really help the world. It would. Yeah. I saw something, and I don't remember what I was watching, that basically said that liking tall men is actually a result of conditioning when we were little children. Okay. So think about it. Yeah. Remember we used to marry Barbie and Ken? Yeah. Was Ken ever shorter than Barbie? Never. Never? No. When they sat in their cute little convertible together, mm-hmm. he was always even upright. Yeah. Tall, taller than Barbie. Yeah. Or what about when they're selling you wedding dresses or like wedding photographers and the bride is looking up at her groom like. Yeah, she's never looking down. She's never looking down. She's never even looking eye to eye. Yeah. 
That's true. We've been sold a dream. I feel like I've been pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I'm not, I don't have a problem saying that people have been like, oh, you just like athletes or, oh, you, no. There are a lot of women in this world that look for men that are taller than them, regardless of profession. Yeah. And I just don't think that liking men that are tall equals liking men of a certain profession. That's interesting. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Have you figured out why athletes like you? We talk Specifically to- basketball players. Not even football players. No, why? I think it goes back to that thing. What men, particularly young men of color, saw as ideal types of women Mm -hmm. when they were younger. Think about the women that when our age, when men were younger, who were the women on television? Yeah. Hillary Banks. Mm -hmm. uh, Ashley. Mm -hmm. T and Tamara on Sister Sister. Yeah. All of these shows, even if you go a little bit more white, Topanga on... Oh, I love Topanga. Right? It was cool to have a normal-looking black girl Mm -hmm. with a little bit of smarts. Interesting. There's something very reminiscent about me. You're like the girl next door. Correct. The -the round-the-way girl. And then I've also had some guys that are just like straight up, I know your history, I know your Mm -hmm. past. Oh, I actually talked to an athlete recently who told me that he, A, knew my past, and B, likes a woman with experience. Oh. And I also just feel like men talk. So you think your name is moving around the circles? I think my name has moved through the circles. And I think that at some point, some just end up curious. Do you like the idea that a man could be pursuing you because they... Just want to know. No. Oh, okay. No. Nobody nobody actually wants that. But I do think that, I think women are not as privy to men speaking Mm -hmm. as we think. Right. In general. Men gossip and talk more about their escapades than women. Correct. And so I do think that we have coined men talking about other women as locker room talk. Mm -hmm. And so then when it actually comes true with men that spend time in locker rooms, it feels worse. Right. But I'm letting you know they're doing it around the water cooler in the office. They're doing it everywhere. Everywhere. The talk is talk. Talk is talk. So more women than not are actually being pursued because of the talk. Yeah. That's fair. I don't know. It's the type of men that that holler at me. Yeah, it is. I've witnessed it. There's nothing more important than taking care of yourself. Because if you're not feeling your best, you can't be your best. Sambuco helps you feel your best with powerful immune support, powered by nature's superfruit, black elderberry. I don't have time to miss work because I'm not feeling my best. So I take Sambucol to make sure I can keep doing what I need to do. It helps me feel like I'm taking control of my immune system. Me too. I feel like I'm doing my body good by taking Sambucol every day. I've fallen into a nice routine that includes a gummy in the morning and a drink powder at night before bed. If you could test for immune health, I'm pretty sure I'd be killing it. Be sure to pick up your Sambu call today. And as an Ask Ashley listener, you can get 15% off your next order of $9.99 or more at SambuCallUSA.com. Use code Ashley15. It is important to remember that Sambu call is a dietary supplement and is subject to the regulation of the FDA. Oh, bitch. I didn't tell you what I did. And I'm not embarrassed to admit it. I'd like you to read this conversation between me, Sammy, and Ashley. Another Ashley, the one that does the Man Crush Mondays with me. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't in it. 
We do a Man Crush Monday IG Live on Dear Young Queen, hosted by Ashley K. Ashley. And she brings on a male guest. And for 30 to 40 minutes, they spend time on IG Live asking questions, finding out about their preferences, and really just kind of selling, for lack of better words, these men to women. Mm -hmm. So for the month of January, all of our Man Crush Mondays have been in health and wellness. So we chose men that were either doctors or trainers Mm -hmm. or therapists or yogis Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So naturally, we threw men across the time, across our chat to be Mm -hmm. like, what do you think about him? What do you think about him? Well, Ashley, he's a brain surgeon. He's an orthopedic doctor. He's this. He's that. I'm like, can you find me? How do you know all these doctors? Find me a doctor. Yeah. Girl. You'll never believe the advice she gave. What? Start there. I'm looking for one myself. I need to be a surgeon's wife. (laughs) Then Sammy said, where's Dr. Brian? (laughs) And then Ashley said, FYI, I don't even know that doctor. I just randomly followed him. Sammy said, I like them both. The yoga boy is adorable. And then you said, Sammy's stuck on 10 Man Crush Mondays ago. (laughs) Well, shit, send me some doctor pages I need to follow, LOL. And then Ashley Williams said, follow the hashtag black doctors. And you said, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the same way that women are going after athletes, they're also going after doctors Probably lawyers. I bet we could. There's a black lawyers hashtag. I'll have everybody on this podcast. No, I now follow the black doctors hashtag. Have you seen anyone interesting? Well, how about when I was in Chicago? I saw one in Chicago. I clicked his page and he was married. Oh, damn. But nonetheless, it's it's something. It's something. So sure, right now, all NBA players want to holler at me. But don't you worry. Since the doctors won't holler at me, I will holler at them. Hashtag black doctors. Hashtag. <laughs> there we That's go. That's great. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. Is it three? Dun, dun, dun. No. Dun, dun. Yeah. What's the law and order one? Three. What is it doing? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Crazy, right? Yeah. But you. when No. Law and Order is two. Netflix is dun dun dun. <laughs> I think. Yeah. You've been having too much safe sex I've in your bed. I've actually been very promiscuous recently. You have? Yes. Ooh, you've yes. been exploring all I've different. Ex- exploring all different types of shows. Well, yes. If you don't mind for my birthday, I'd like to take it over. You haven't let me take over TV time in a, a lot of weeks. That's a fact. And so it's time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is not new, but it's on our favorite streaming service, HBO Max. Ta-da! <laughs> we love HBO Max. I do. I, I think do it's too. the best. I'm so there with you. Like if you had to like average out the shows and how good they are, HBO Max is winning every time. Yes, we love HBO Max at Ask Ashley. We really do. And yeah. I can't wait for HBO Max to pick up the Dear Young Queen scripted series. I'm claiming it. Yeah, that would be a good space for it. Um, but either way, you put me onto a show last year mm-hmm. called Love Life. Love it. Um, a great show. That was about a main character. I can't really remember her name. I can't either. 
But basically it followed a single woman at the time and all of the relationships she was exploring on her path to coupledom, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And each episode was ba- named after a different man mm-hmm. and her escapade with him, whether yes. it was a month escapade, a night es- escapade or a year's worth of escapades. Mm-hmm. Um, but you basically got to track the trajectory of her love life. Mm-hmm. Well, season two yeah. came around bigger yeah. and way better in my opinion. Okay. Do you you disagree? I don't disagree. I really liked season one, but I think I was able to overlook certain things that other people can't because I asked someone else to watch season one and they also didn't like it and they couldn't just get past the way she looked. I could. What's interesting, I could get past the way she looked. I really just felt like she made poor decisions. Yeah. Like this she is, was so funny. I've actually realized that about you. Mm-hmm. When a character fits your like sense of humor, mm-hmm. the plot and shit around doesn't the show matter. doesn't matter. Yeah, because yeah. she's making me laugh regardless. Correct. She, I was laughing out loud. Yeah, I could get that. Okay. I could definitely understand why you would have liked her. Okay. Um, but season two, instead yeah. of following a young white woman in New York City, mm-hmm. season two follows a young black guy in New York City. Are mm-hmm. they in New York? Still? Yeah. Okay. In New York City. His name is Marcus. Mm-hmm. And Marcus, we get to watch over, I don't know, somewhere between eight and 10 episodes, about six years of his life. It's fire. And the women that he comes in contact, in contact with over those six years, mm-hmm. starting with his wife, Emily. Boom, boom. Why is his wife boom, boom? Because she was just like a. Mm-hmm, say it. I want to hear it. A plain old white woman. Okay, so like very vanilla. Vanilla AF. Nothing, no flavor to no her. No flavor except her black husband. Mm. Is he actually a flavorful black man? No, he's not. He's safe as f- And don't you think that black men just like him end up with vanilla white girls yeah. just like that? Yeah. And something about that Bobby. instantly drew me in. Oh, you loved it. Because I thought it was so close to reality. Yeah. No, that's the one thing that I think about the show is it's so close to reality that that's why I like it. So you have this more, and I don't want to call him corny because he's not corny. He's just like kind of like your average black guy that maybe didn't get a lot of attention from women of color. He's not. Who maybe doesn't get attention from women of color. Yeah. Who maybe doesn't have as much flavor. Mm-hmm. as some women of color would, would prefer. Yeah, there's no spiciness. On the spicy scale, he's a negative. <laughs> no spice. No spice. So we'll spoil alert it in that, you know, him and his wife don't end up staying together. Mm-hmm. And what we see over the next several episodes are him entertaining, you know, trying to get over his breakup with his wife and mm-hmm. find true love. Yeah. And that just like season one, the characters, each episode is named after a different character. Mm-hmm. And there was this character, Paloma. <laughs> Paloma was one girl that he met out in a bar when all his friends, after his separation from Emily, his friends were like, man, you just need to f- man. You just need to go out there and have some fun, man. Forget all the shit you're going through. Just find, have a good time. And mm-hmm. so at a bar, he meets the good time. Mm-hmm. Her name is Paloma. Mm-hmm. Ash, do you remember what happened with Paloma? Where did she take him after the bar? To her dorm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ended up at her dorm. 
She was a college student. And the humiliation that he felt in that moment was just something that like, I've always wanted to know how men feel. You know, you look like, damn, you f***ed her? Yeah. Or like, you thought that was a good idea? Yeah. And when I could see the regret like going through every piece of him, like she was like, we have to be safe and pulled out a jar of condoms. (laughs) He's like, where did I, where am I right now? Not the jar of condoms. Oh my god, Ash! It's just yeah. like all the characters. No, it's funny. Yeah, there, the there's another older white woman that's like supposed to be just a good time. Yeah, and in that relationship, they touch on the dynamics between white women and black men, and also what they call an obsession with mixed babies. Yeah, it's a fed fetish fetishism. Yeah, yeah, which. I honestly have felt for so long in my life and never have been able to put that out, the sentence even together Mm -hmm. to get that thought out. There are a lot of people in this country that have an obsession and a a fascination Mm -hmm. with little mixed babies, little colored light skinned babies with curly hair or light eyes. And to me, It's crazy. Guaranteed cute baby, mixed baby, like, you're crazy. But it's happening out here. Yeah, that's why I like this show. And it was not only the mixed baby, but, like, she used him as a bit of, like, a trophy. Even though, like, us looking at him, we're like, oh, he's just sort of basic, whatever. But this white woman, like, and invites her friend to also experience, like, it's like a whole thing. She was awful. She made was, me very uncomfortable. She made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. But let me tell you something. It was a conversation that needed to be put on Front yeah, Street. Yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why the show is so good. And then also there is, you know, a character, Mia, who is, uh, I don't even want to share too much about her yeah. because I feel like there were pieces of me and her that were so ridiculously scary. Like what? So it first started with, when they got in the fight in the park and she was like, what are you doing? I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, stop this. And he was like, well, why the aren't you with him then? Why are you with me? Yeah. And I, I know, in fact, I've been told there are men that are very confused by my relationship with them. What do you want from this? Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. I'm not your man, but you got no problem. Kikiing with me. You got no problem hanging out with me. You got no problem staying in my house. Like, what are you doing? So I felt that. Yeah. I felt when they were out stuck in the rain and he went to buy her a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And she said, don't you know it's bad luck to buy a woman's shoes? And he said, why? And she said, because they'll use them to walk out of your life. Is this a true thing? I've never heard it before. I haven't either. But when I tell you that I've issued warnings to men, like you don't like me. You don't know me yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm giving you the heads up that, like, I could hurt you. Yeah. Not saying that I want to or that it's my goal. Right. But I don't know if I'm a good one for you. Right. And then lastly, when they explained that much of her view on men was based on what her mom had told her that men were good for. Yeah. And that one hit me, too. And I was like, oh, f- Am I Mia? Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. started like, and she says in that same episode with her dad, she said something along the lines of like, 
I'll find a way to up, even if it's a great guy. Yeah. I will find a way. And so I just, I don't know. We've we've shared a lot about the women that are in the show. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible way to get a male perspective. It is. Um, I shared it with a few different guys that I felt like should watch it. Mm -hmm. Every single guy that I suggested said it was great. Yeah, it's great. So I suggest, ladies, if you're looking for a show or looking for a show to binge with a guy, great show to binge with a guy. I love that. Yeah, it is. So this week's Ask Ashley Birthday Edition television time recommendation is Love Life. We'll still let Ashley rate it. What do you give Love Life? I give Love Life a 9 out of 10 (laughs) because Marcus doesn't dress well. I was talking to one guy that actually said the entire show that he hated how they dressed Mia. Oh, yeah. She was awful, too. I also hated the way they did her hair. Ooh, her hair I didn't even really notice. Mm -hmm. It wasn't good costume design. So that's why it gets a nine out of 10. But otherwise, the overall <laughs> premise and the storylines are great. Acting good. A plus. A plus. This episode of Ask Ashley the Podcast is brought to you by McDonald's. Home of the best French fries. Don't debate me. Debate your mama. Whoa, Ashley. My mama's on your side. Sis, chill out. Who do you think I learned to stack French fries and my cheeseburger from? that's true i forgot we were the same in that way and who do you think taught me to dip french fries in my ice cream but did she teach you that dipping them in a caramel frap is the real move um you might have me there but i mean also yum but listen (laughs) she did teach me that if you have time you should wait for a fresh batch of fries so that woman understands french fry qualification she's the real og No, no, no. McDonald's are the real OGs because you can now stop by McDonald's or you can order your fries ahead on the McDonald's app. App download and registration is required. Well, what time is it? It's question time. What time is it? It's question time. Fire round sex question edition. Crazy. Let me fix myself. Oh, God. It's getting a little hot in here. Is it? Yeah. I, this is going to be straight rapid fire. For me? For no. Oh. Like, I go, you go. I go, okay. you go, right? But just straight in order of the question. Okay. What are we doing for who starts? Uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. So when it comes to BDSM, how far have you gone or how far would you go? So this is probably bad. What's BDSM? Okay, so what's amazing about this question is that I have no idea, but I do know it's like bondage and something. Oh. You want to Google it? BDSM is a variety of erotic practices or role-playing involving B, bondage. D, dick. Discipline. D, dick. Dominance. Oh. And S, sex, submission. Oh, bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission. So, how far have you gone, or how far would you go? Okay, I have not gone far. Okay, at <laughs> wah, all. Wah, wah. Sorry, guys. 
Oh, crickets. <laughs> That's how it feels around here. What I guess like the probably the closest thing that I've done is like maybe submission, like in terms of like turn around. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. That type of thing. Like like you're calling the shots. I'm just doing what you say, sir. So you of know? the of the B D D I mean of the B D S S. Huh? <laughs> Wait a second. Bondage, discipline, dominant. Yeah. This is B D. Oh yeah, discipline. Bondage, discipline, dom. No, that's, that's two, two D's. D's. Yeah. So where's the M? <laughs> What's this word? Sadomasochism. Wow, how do you know that? I know a lot of words. Oh. I'm smarter than <laughs> I look. Oh my yeah. god. So sadomasochism. Uh-huh. How of that? How far would you go? So. I don't like sadomasochism is like hardcore. That's what like, is that? I think that's like wanting to like be hurt while having sex, like Got burning it. me with a cigarette or something. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like taking the blunt and putting it on my back as you're like hitting it from the back. Like, no, I'm not interested. Um, I think probably with that, because I'm not like a super like risky sex person. Like maybe you could like tie my hands up or something. But then also when I'm done, like if I say untie me, un tie me i'm not playing these games you know what i'm saying so i think probably like the fr- like me submission i'm cool with submission like i i like yeah. to be submissive okay so submissive is like a little force or is it like listening to, like like listening like to what he says like, turn over standing like you know like demanding things of me and yeah. i'm like okay, okay. whatever you say <laughs> ah, yeah you know i'll i'll roll with you there but yeah. and i may let you tie up my hands or something but like when i say the safe word or whatever the <laughs> we're doing here Pineapple. yeah you can untie me. I'm not playing these games. Of the BDSM. Yeah, I'll I'll do I'll do a little submission and I will maybe let you like bondage, but also there's strict guidelines. Like I'll let you do it, but when I say stop, you better f- stop because if not, we will never do this again. There must have to be there's probably has to be code words involved no, in this kind is. of shit. No, there is. You haven't watched Mm-mm, Tell me more. Fifty Shades of Grey? No. Oh my God! Christian Grey is everything. You and he has code it. words. Yeah, he has his whole sex den, and but there's code words. Yeah, but if you don't, if I say <laughs> stop or whatever the code word is, and you don't, me and you are gonna have problems because when you finally do untie me, I'm socking you in your face. Amazing. It's a fact. Okay, next question. Have you ever read erotic fiction? <laughs> <laughs> Seems so nerdy, right? Like, I know, right? But. Yes, actually. What? This is a lot less erotic fiction than it is erotic books. Okay. So when I was like much younger, before we started like learning about the body parts mm-hmm. and sex or whatever, when I would go to bookstores, mm-hmm. I would go to like the sex area <gasps> and look at the books. <gasps> and just see. They would like tell you about sex and yeah. what it was. Okay. And so you were. Weird out. So not like I was getting you off were reading to reading. Sec- you were reading erotic nonfiction. Yeah. that's funny well good you learn things so yeah no erotic fiction but yes erotic bless you oh my god COVID bless you thank you okay Ashley yeah do you enjoy shower sex love it greatest thing ever really oh my god I love it 
Wow. What yeah. do you love about it? Um, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I like the water. I like the positions that you can do in the shower. I like the idea that now we're in the shower, so then we can just finish showering and go to bed. <laughs> Or finish showering and go to work, like where if it's morning or night, yeah. like it's very convenient for me. Yeah, um, I just like it. It's like I I would say it's my thing. Like sometimes I'll be like, oh no, let's get up from the bed and go to the shower. Wow, I do. I like. I will say that I am a big fan. Do you think that your juices in the shower, like in the pool, are mm-hmm. different? I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I stay pretty juicy. (laughs) (laughs) So I haven't really noticed. You can't have the water directly on you, though, because the water will wipe away the juiciness. So you just got to, like, move the shower head. It can't be, like, directly on you. You got to move it. I like the water hitting me, especially in, like, foreplay, let's say. Okay, okay. And also, like, I have lashes like the on my lashes. (laughs) Not not trying not to get your hair wet. No, I don't care about my hair. It's my lashes that I'm concerned about. I do like shower sex. The answer is yes, I enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, next question. Ash, do you like to be spanked? Do you like to get that fat ass spanked? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yes and no. Mm -hmm. Like there have been times when I enjoyed it. Okay. And there have been times where I was like, this is so annoying. Yeah. You don't have control of this, like this to be doing this. Yeah. I feel like you got to own it. You got to own it, own it, own it, own it. You got to really own it to get spanking off. Right. Yeah. You have to be, like you said, in your BDSM. I have to be in submission mode. Yeah. For that to it's work. It's a time and a place. You got to, you, you got to breathe the room. <laughs> Read the read the room. If you are not owning it, don't try to act like you're owning it. That's mine. No, it's not. (laughs) Imagine you just talked back all the things in your head you thought sometimes. It's crazy. So um, yes, but with the right man and the right, sure. Mm -hmm. But if you can't own it, don't try it. Don't try it. Mm. Nasty work. All right, sis. Okay. Well, I hope that was enough. Sexy time. Sexy time. Ready to go get shitty. I can't wait. Let's, Let's do it. Let's get shitty. Let's get shitty. Let's get shitty. Yay. 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 I know you want to bite this. It's so enticing. Nothing else like this. I'm going to make you my bitch. Ah, Ashley, until next week, sis. Bye. Until next week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Ashley Podcast. And if you want to connect with us, you can find our website at www.askashleypodcast.com. If you're looking to connect with us personally, you can find me, Ashley W., at Dear Young Queen. And you can find Ashley N. at Ashley North Style. <laughs>